Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. And I'm Erin, the believer. And we are on episode 13, I do believe. We also could call it uh, Snowgeddon. Oh my gosh. Snowden. I know. I really, I looked outside right before I was telling you to come over and thought, oh, I don't know if she's going to come over. <laughs> well, across the street. Uh, I well, I come out and your husband, bless his heart, because he's... Don't tell him this. It makes me sound like the worst You already wife. did it for him once, so you okay. thought he was good to go. Like, okay, so Kevin has had an injured foot, so he's on crutches. And I look out the window. I'm like leisurely getting my stuff together. And I look at the window and this poor man got his ice scraper pole all the way out. And he's like trying to bang on the other <laughs> side because he's in a boot. And I was uh, a boot. Oh, like, how fitting since he's, he's Canadian. Canadian, right? He's a boot. But I said, uh, oh, I got to go help that poor man. And so I was like skiing across there trying to help him. But all I was wearing was this little sweater. So the whole time I'm out there, I'm like, why am I so nice? This is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, then I got in here and you were, you're like, I did that like an hour ago. I thought he'd be good to go. Yeah. So I had gone out to put the, bring the trash bin back out uh-huh. before dinner. Right. Before I started cooking dinner. So I had my coat on and he goes, are you going to go shovel the driveway? And I was like, oh, shovel gosh. the driveway? That's, no. No, I don't want to do that at all. I said, <laughs> no, I was going to go get the trash. And he was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, all right, good. I'm glad that was a joke. <laughs> right. And then I moved on and then I start making dinner. I'm like, barely started. And he said, so are you not going to shovel the driveway? Oh and my like, gosh. Well, I guess I can, but I'm cooking dinner. <laughs> you know what really sucks about that is that that's the only joy about being virtual. Right. Is not have to like shovel your driveway to go right. to work or like dust off. You're like, oh, at least I don't have to do that. Right. But poor you, because, okay, we could say <laughs> poor you. your husband for being a boot, but yeah, thank oh, you. You've had to do it all. Oh, taking out the garbage, everything. <laughs> Come on, Kev, get this foot together. No, but, we're working on it. Speaking of watching things, and then we'll move on because I know we've got long stories tonight. I totally forgot that you had told me to watch Surviving Death. Mm, mm-hmm. And then I, I had watched that first episode and then forgot to go back. because yeah, I kind of forgot to go back. I think it's because you said yeah. that the second yeah. one was kind of eh. And I agree with you. It was whatever. Um, but the rest of the series, the rest of the show oh, was so really you pressed through. You, I did. Okay, I, good. I pressed through. Have you watched all of them? No, I only I stopped at the second one. Okay, the last one is a reincarnation story, and oh. it's the you could just skip all of them and just watch. The okay, last one. I will. I mean, the other I ones love are good. Reincarnation stories. Man, that last one is so good. While I was listening to it, I thought, oh my gosh, if that wasn't so wordy, it would be our perfect tagline. So, oh, what was it? Okay, let me let me pull it up because I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Wait, are we gonna get copyrighted? Like. I don't think so. He mentions someone once said. That's oh, how he okay. referenced it. Oh, I think okay. we'll be well, fine. Then he should be copyrighted. That's right. If he it. gets sued, mm-hmm. that's fine by me. Just don't sue us. Or we should just say we were the ones that once said that. Oh, no. That's <laughs> how you get sued. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops. <laughs> okay. So he said, for the believer, no proof is necessary. For the skeptic, no proof is believable. Ooh. Isn't that good? That is good. I know. Yeah, that that is our tagline. I know it's perfect. <clears throat> Man, we might have to start using that. Yeah, but it's not catchy. You know, like I mean, whatever. I don't know. We'll but it is interesting. Somewhere. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so we I have two stories. One mm-hmm. is a little one and one is a bit longer. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like an epic page <laughs> a novel, a novel that um Oh my gosh, I swear it's so well written. But if anybody else had sent me this, I would not have read the 10 pages. It was <laughs> 10 pages. 
Oh, but he's so near and dear. I read it all and it was really good. It was actually really good writing. Really like I wanted you all to get to hear it. So we're going to figure out some way for it to be accessible to everybody, but 10 pages and we'll get to who it's from and all of that jazz and good stuff <laughs> once it comes my turn. But yeah, well, I will, I'll go ahead and read my quick one. Okay. To get it, get it going. And then we'll go into the, we'll the flow epic right story. In. Okay. So this is from Marion. I lived in a house in Germantown, which is a little suburb in Louisville. It was a camelback shotgun house built in about 1890. When the kids lived at home, their rooms were upstairs. When they moved out on their own, the upstairs was just unused. It was 2005. My friend wanted to share my house. She'd rent the upstairs. Seemed like a win-win. In pretty short order, she started complaining about our next-door neighbors playing music during the night. Our neighbor's house was very close, but my window was much closer to them, and I never heard anything. She complained about it for a while, but didn't, but never bothered them. She started sleeping with sound-canceling earphones and listening to white noise. So after she moved on, after a few months, my oldest son came over and helped me paint up there. He decided he'd sleep upstairs in whichever room he wasn't painting that day. He came downstairs in the wee hours to ask me if I could hear the music. He said it sounded like a player piano. He swore he could hear poker chips and a sound what? and the sound a mug or bottle makes when put down on wood. He refused to sleep up there, painted with a stereo blasting. So he was the person number two to hear it. I never heard it until. Oh. <laughs> and then cut to about five years later. So it says in 2010, my partner and I fostered a baby girl. We were old and anxious about sleeping on a different floor from her. We moved upstairs made her nursery the other bedroom and our son directly below us baby monitors all over because he was unpredictable and the baby was on a heart monitor i was exhausted one night and so worried about all the things we moms worry about Aww. i couldn't sleep i tossed and turned and i dozed but never fell completely asleep as i drifted i kept hearing mandolin music my grandpa played mandolin so it was sweet like a memory but more my partner reported twice hearing piano music i never told her because i thought she'd think i was nuts i still think i might be ask me some <laughs> sorry that was the dog <laughs> so sorry ask me sometime about the international bourbon or your mommy is right here or feathers and walnuts i gotta know what that means <laughs> so sorry hold on i was with this whole story and then she snored and then we went into like Narnia or something. I'm like, feathers and walnuts? Yes, that's what it says. Yes, these are like other stories. Yeah. She's listing off. Right. Oh my gosh. First of all, she needs to write our descriptions because I'm totally intrigued. Uh, <laughs> right. Feathers and walnuts. Right. And then the last sentence is, I might be crazy or maybe once you have a near death experience, it all becomes clearer. You tell me. Okay, well, Miriam. I yeah, want all, all of these. those things out. You definitely have to write back. I'm very interested about my mommy is right here and your near death experience. And just for plain curiosity, I got to know what feathers and walnuts. Is oh, all that's about. the one I'm the most curious about. <laughs> like, give me that. <laughs> that is so bizarre. Right. Oh, wow. Well, good. I mean, Miriam sounds like she might be a, a well of ghost stories. Right. I know. Paranormal things. We'll have to hit her up for sure. Yeah. So what I like about this story is that um, even though nothing really spooky happens mm -hmm. it seems almost like the music sounds different to different people right like to her son it kind of sounded like a 
poker game a bar. And music. I'm like, why would you be scared? I'd be joining them. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a fun room to be in. Right. And then to her, it was like a uh, the mandolin, which uh-huh. was a sweet memory to her. So it's like, yeah, like what so is weird. it? Like, is this um, if you believe, like, would it <laughs> would it be like something um triggering your own? Like, it's like tailored to your sensitivity. You know? Yeah. Right. <clears> exactly. <throat> That's interesting. I know. That's really cool. Um. Okay. So I love all of, like you said, how they all just kind of, they just different people had different experiences with it. But to right. me, that almost is the debunk because. Uh-huh. You know, you have your own, like Miriam, she was, she even says I was drifting off and, you know, kind of in and out. And she heard this sound. Now she had heard from somebody else that sounds happened in that room. Okay. So it could have been part of her dream. And then she wakes up. She's like, oh, that was it. I finally heard it. You know, whereas the other ones that heard it, you know, again, I don't know how close these houses were together. Sounds travel. If it was the neighbors. Yeah. I don't Um, know. They could have had some sound coming in from, you know, again, music playing, unless you're like our very, one of our first, um, where she was like way out in a farmhouse out in the country and yeah. no neighbors around. Yeah. That's a little like, Ooh, how does that happen when the music starts? Playing? <laughs> right. Where's that source coming from? But, um, but with Miriam, I don't know. She might live out in the country. I have no idea. No, Germantown. Oh yeah. Germantown. Those <laughs> houses are boom, 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 oh, yeah. right together. So to me that like that room might be, you know, sound could travel very easily into that room. So yeah. that's what I'm going to go with. All right. She did say her room was closer to the neighbors than. Yeah, I know. But sound is weird. Sound bounces. Sound does weird things. Yeah. Scientists could explain it better than I could. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but that's, that's my debunking is that I think it still can be explained. So what's also, you know, and I, I could just hear Jody yelling at the, at our podcast right now, because it's a coincidence that the person who wrote in the, the um, like drum roll of who this mystery guy is that wrote 10 pages is my former roommate. Okay. Who we've talked a lot about on here. So, but the coincidence is when you were talking about painting a room, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so weird because I was just going to tell the story about like our first ghost, you know, cause I thought, well, here it is. I have not ever told my like my experiences that you kind of tease me about having right. and still not believing and they've all happened with jack so i thought well in honor of him writing in i'll i'll just kind of go through what we what we went through what we experienced <laughs> so jack and i moved in together um <clears throat> oh my gosh by now like almost 10 years ago but we lived together for a total of five years and um we uh the first house we lived in we loved it it was like this shotgun um house two-story shotgun house and it had like kind of a spiral staircase that like turned at the top you know mm-hmm. not completely spiral but um and just like quirky you know yeah. it was like it was really cool so we were super excited plus frankfurt avenue we love that area so we're real excited to move in there and um but we wanted to paint everything because one thing that jack and i got into a really bad habit of is fixing up other people's homes we we're renting <laughs> them we weren't getting paid anything to do it but we're like let's make this house beautiful so i mean we put new floors in i mean oh my gosh i know it's pretty stupid but um now that i look <laughs> back on it but uh anyway we so before and we kind of had an overlap um before we moved in so we had plenty of time to kind of get in there and work on it without living in it so jack told me he was in there putting in a new kitchen floor at night and he was like oh no there's some things happening here like he kept telling me he would hear uh like conversations happening up above so i'm like 
of course, the skeptic thinking, well, that's probably the neighbors, like, because they were houses were very close together. So I'm like, that's just a neighbor's got a window open. Sound yeah. is traveling from upstairs. I feel like that's easily explained. He's like, I don't know. So, of course, in Jack and Megan fashion, we named our ghost <laughs> Alejandro because we thought that was so <laughs> sexy. So we're like, Alejandro. And we talked to him all the time. And because he and I are both thinking that there's got to be one sexy ghost up there. And we're picturing what he would be like. And it got a little ridiculous sometimes. But anyway. Now, like uh, the next week or so after he finished the floors, I was in there. I was like, okay, I'll paint. So I was in there painting and by myself and Melissa, my friend Melissa was going to come over and help me. And I do have all the windows and doors open. So this is where I debunk my own, my own thing, except for that. It sounded in, it sounded like somebody was in the house Uh very near me, like walking through the doorway and said very distinctly, hello, like you would if you were expected to be there. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I thought it was Melissa. I'm in the middle of room painting. I said, hey, girl, come on back. Well, I keep painting <laughs> and I keep painting. I'm like, does she, is she, she must be looking around, whatever. Well, then I'm like, oh my gosh, what is she looking at? There's only one room in between us. So I went out there and there was nobody there. So I sent her a message. Hey, where'd you go? Because well, maybe she forgot something in her car. She said, oh, I'm about 10 minutes away. So that was very, it was bizarre. But at the same time, again, houses are so close together. Yeah. That could have been the name. What if somebody walked in? They're like, hello. And like, oh shit, this is the wrong house. (laughs) Very quietly back. Exactly. (laughs) That would be great. And they're probably still telling that story like one time. And I probably freaked that person out (laughs) thinking it was a ghost. Yeah, exactly. So, so I can debunk that one pretty easily, but it did. I was like, that was the first tinge of like, oh, that was weird. You know, like. <clears throat> creepy a little bit but um okay so then here's the humdinger of ghost stories for me that i can't really understand okay <clears throat> are you laughing because i use the word humdinger? yeah I am. okay i didn't know if it was because <laughs> you're laughing at the fact that it was a humdinger and i couldn't or the fact that i used something whatever either one but humdinger people use that word yeah old people do <laughs> <laughs> shut up okay so anyway jack now okay also need to set this up that jack by the way Living with Jack is terrifying. And his poor current husband, I mean. I mean, only, only husband. husband. You made that sound like <laughs> it was temporary. <laughs> it was almost because I like felt like Jack and I were in a relationship. We were very codependent. <laughs> so, I don't feel like I was his first husband, but I kind of was. For uh, Andrew, it's like, <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Like, oh, what does you, that mean? Were you married before? And I'm just now finding this out. <laughs> no, I doubt Andrew listens to our podcast because oh. he scares very easily. But, oh, um, that's true. But anyway, Andrew, his husband, one and only, uh, bless his heart because he, A, scares very easily. And God love him. He's living with Jack now. Uh, So Jack um, would do things to great lengths to scare me. Like I would usually come home later than Jack, uh, be out partying or whatever. And I come home and there would be literally a full size dummy in my bed, like tucked in, oh I'd turn the lights on and with a werewolf mask on. So I'd turn the lights on. And there's a werewolf in my bed at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, you know, scare the shit out of me. He would take dolls that he would, and he would get these things. Like he would go and seek them at from like the scariest things he could get at like antique shops, whatever. Right. And he would get them. And we had, we did have a very uh, creepy basement. The basement was kind of, I mean, it was just old and creepy, but the stairs to get down there were very creepy. And they had this weird, like a door hatch thing that opened up um, like halfway down the stairs. It was very yeah. bizarre, very old house. And one time 
he put one of these creepy ass dolls like hanging out of that. So he <laughs> opened the door to go down the scary basement to begin with. And there's this doll staring. I mean, he would do stuff all <laughs> the time, <clears throat> you know, scare me, like jump out, just constant, constant terror living with him. Jump, scare me yeah. while I was blow dry my hair well, once. Very quick um, interjection here. Yeah. He is also my boss. He's yes. the principal at yes. my school. And so often like on my planning, I have to make samples. So I'll be sitting there <laughs> quietly working, just focused on my art, working, working, working. And he'll very quietly peek mm -hmm. his head in my door and go, yeah, so his loud. Call. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's never a time it doesn't scare me to death. And every yeah. time I'm like, Jack, Jack. And he dresses in costume all the time. Like he, <laughs> who, one of the teachers at school was really mad at him once because he dressed up and would not talk. And she was, first of all, kind of upset that they interrupted her class and was like, who is this? Is the principal, by the way. But he's like in there and he's like acting all silly. Oh and gosh. she's like getting mad at him. And he just keeps on acting silly. And I'm like, Jack, he is such a prankster. But anyway, <laughs> he was very fun to live with. But at the same time, pretty terrifying. So... I can't even blame this on Jack. And so okay. that's where this gets like in that zone of, I can't explain it mm -hmm. except for that. I don't think it was something paranormal, but I don't know what else it could have been. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so Jack was out running a marathon, uh, cause he's also an avid runner. Um, and he was out running a marathon. So he left at like five o'clock that morning. And I had probably just gotten in <laughs> and gone to bed. <laughs> and then um, I had a, a wedding I had to go to or like in Owensboro. So I had to hurry up and get up pretty early to get, you know, showered and dressed and get there by the time the, the um, event happened. So I'm getting up at, you know, whatever, like eight. Yeah. He's gone. He's still running. And I go downstairs and I shower and um, I came upstairs and this is also, we had just moved in. We moved all my stuff into finally into my um, bedroom. So stuff it is everywhere, but we had just moved this dresser in that was so heavy. It took like four of us to move it in because the drawers were so stuck because this, I mean, it was like my dresser from when I was a kid because yeah. that's how I roll. <laughs> Hand me down. So I think I probably just got rid of that dresser when I got married because it was like, maybe it's time now that I'm, old and married. So anyway, um, but we were carrying it up and, and he was mad. I remember Jack being mad that these drawers would not come out. Cause he was like, this would be so much lighter if we could get them to come out, but they were stuck. And I mean, he's a fit guy and he was like trying to pull them out, could not get them out, couldn't unscrew them, could not get them out. Yeah. So we carried this big dresser up these winding stairs and get it in. Right. So then, you know, that was the day before next day wedding, get up, and I go upstairs and the middle drawer has been taken out yeah. and dumped upside down. So all the clothes that were inside of it are now in the middle of the floor. Huh. And the day before we could not, I mean, they were bolted in. We could not get this right done. So I just simply said out loud, Alejandro, if <laughs> us calling you Alejandro offends you, then we will stop. <laughs> and so, so, uh, and then, well, my first instinct, I went and looked for Jack. I was right. like, he's home. He's got to be home. His, his race ran early or ran, you know, whatever, got done early. No, he was not home. His car was nowhere to be found. Uh, I think I even like went as far as to text his brother and ask like, are you with Jack? He's like, yeah, yeah. We just got done with the race. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I just left and went to a wedding and pretend like it never happened. <laughs> That's how I get over it. And so I have no idea if you are like me and you're skeptic 
and you have a theory, please tell me the theory because it has kind of bugged me for many years. Yeah. Do you have a theory? I mean, your usual theory is a, a squatter. But why would a squatter? I don't think. Here's my thing. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. I don't think that I could have heard somebody getting that drawer out. Right. Without so hearing it. Because it was in there. I mean, it yeah. was like, it was not going to come out. Yeah. That's really spooky. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I just remember being like, oh shit, Jack might've been <laughs> right about these voices that he heard. And like, maybe we need yes. to tread a little lighter in this house than, you know, so, and then other things happened in other houses, but they were like, again, I could debunk them all. That was right. the one that was like, you tell me what happened. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, that's really weird. Yes. Okay. So even opening his his email right now is cracking his email. No, it's not an email. It's a document. It was sent through an email. It's 10 pages long. So in true Jack fashion, I mean, this, he is cracking me up. So this is going to be choppy. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's going to be choppy. Try to follow along. It'll be funny. <clears throat> and again, we'll try to see where we can post it. And not because of Jack's writing, because there's just no way we would be here for two hours, you know, doing this. So, um, <laughs> So I'm basically going to retell his story uh, and then read the two little mini stories in it that I think are are good. So that's okay. how we're going to go. But I will read his opening because it's funny and it's Jack. I mean, I, it's just, he's great. <laughs> Picture it. Louisville, 2020. The pandemic <laughs> was sticking around longer than we expected and longer than we wanted. It wasn't ever wanted, right? Like a pimple, but worse. A lot worse. <laughs> Anywho, my pandemic pod, the ladies I'll call the pot, the pod S's, and I were enjoying a private one woman drag queen show on the first day of our pandemic staycation. So Jack did get into a little bit of hot water once yeah. he sent this to us because I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, your best friend, former roommate, and I didn't make it into the pod S group, um, <laughs> but okay, whatever. And then I, I can just see him now. He's like, well, you shouldn't have had kids <laughs> right? <that's laughs> because it. that, that, but that'll do it. You get kicked out real fast. They, they, some of them do have kids, but they're grown. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, I decided to have kids late in life and I got booted out. No, but it's okay. Uh, we had plenty of years of fun time. So I'll just <laughs> remind myself of that, but he did get a, a little bit of an earful when I read this. Um, so anyway, uh, and then he talks about the queen. He goes literally, this is how detailed this man is. And only Jack, only Jack would do this. He gives each person a nickname that's in the story. I asked him, I said, do they need to be anonymous? And he's like, no, I even listed their names. I just think their nicknames are funny. And then gives like a brief description of them. So let me just tell you. Uh, one, just as an example, because I'm not going to read them all. Again, we'd be here forever. Um, but he's got Mary as her nickname. And then in her pronouns, she, her. And then in parentheses, Mary, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Oh, that Mary, was Mary. Got it. Yeah. And he says, <laughs> middle school counselor, booze preference, double rum and diet Coke tall. I'm like, <laughs> you included everybody's, in this in this little ghost story, everybody's booze preference. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. So then he, I will read his jerk Jacobs. He named himself jerk Jacobs and his pronouns are he, him. And in parentheses, Jack elementary school educator, booze preference, vodka, lemonade, or Rumpelman's extra chilled. <laughs> He's so silly. <laughs> so by the way, there are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six people in this story. So he gave 
that description for all of them. Um, again, you can read it whenever we figure out how to post this, if you would like to read more, but they are pretty funny. So you should definitely go back in there. So basically this is the part I'm going to retell. They're all sitting poolside. They have their own drag show. I, I guess they've hired somebody to be the drag queen and they're there and they're performing and they're having so much fun. They're having a blast that we were not invited to, but I whatever. Know, it sounds amazing. It really does. Um, and so they're having a, a great time. And he does say that like, uh, you know, it, he describes the area and it's kind of like this, uh, there's lots of trees in the backyard and there's like little woodland creatures running around. And Aww, yeah, awesome. I know he describes it beautifully. And again, we were not invited. I'm going to try not to be salty <laughs> and bitter about this all the way through, but it gets even cooler what they do afterwards. So anyway, they do see at one point, uh, like a cardinal that keeps like popping up and kind of, it's like very prominent. They all kind of notice that they pointed it out. Yeah. And this is important for later. So they all uh, notice this cardinal and they're enjoying it. Well, then they decide to, uh, and all take separate vehicles, except for he and one other person did ride together, but she has a very big SUV. So they were spread apart. <laughs> I mean, he went into detail. So um, he and the, I'll give you the nickname of this person, the bard. And it's she, her, Jenny. They ride together. Okay. So they're on their way. They're riding together. And, um, she's like, okay, there's a million different ways to get to your house. My GPS just pulled up like three or four different ways. Should I take this way or the expressway? And so he kind of cut her off and he said, um, just take the back way, this back way. We've had uh, signs all day long with that Cardinal. Let's just take the back way. And then they, on they go. Okay. okay. So that's the, so that's the first half of the story. Where were they headed to? You might want to know to his farmhouse to get this, get a medium reading. Oh. A Zoom from your movie. That's what made me think of that movie that you, oh, right. you said. Um, they're going to get a, a reading from a medium that's going to happen. So he did also go into some scary details about his farmhouse that I think are kind of interesting. Okay. Uh, like, for example, they noticed when they, after they bought the house, that the previous creepy owner, this is his writing now, uh, it's 1940s farmhouse that sits on a fairly large plot of land. A previous creepy owner at one point installed sensors on every door inside the house. Inside Ooh. the house. That's what Ooh, he says. That's so weird. Why? Isn't that? Yeah. Well, he says there, there were tons of interior doors and, and there are like yeah. there's a million. Yeah. I've been there. And all of them had a sensor. There was an alarm system connected to all the doors. It was always creepy to wander, to wonder why this was. I'll let you all do your podcast thing now about why someone would ever do this. <laughs> I love that part. But I do wonder if he owned a white windowless van too. Whoa. Right. That, that sounds so creepy. Yeah. Right. And so he goes Although, shrug and pained face. <laughs> I have been to Jack's house. Uh, and I, if I had to be kidnapped, it's not a bad place. Oh, I know. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. Of course I've only house. seen it after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After he renovated it and put his Jack touch onto it. Yeah. Uh, he said, my sweetheart, Andrew, and I decided to move because it was too big for just the two of us. Um, oh, he did say at one point while they were showing the house, uh, this man um, came through and said it is actually haunted. Like he verified oh. because he said his family lived there when he was a little kid oh. and his two older siblings were 100 percent sure that the house was haunted. It really did show multiple signs being haunted by a nice ghost. And I, for one, thought this would be a great selling point. <laughs> so Jack was like, we're going to include that when we try to sell the house. Of course. Yeah. Did his family put the sensors on? Did he ask him about that? Oh, good question, <laughs> Jack. You need to write in and tell us. 
Um, okay, so then he's like, back to the staycation. That was just a little sidebar <laughs> that was about two pages long that I summarized for you. Um, okay, so now they are at the Zoom meeting. This man includes a diagram right here. Look, page like five or six. There is a diagram right there about where his skepticism lies. Oh. <laughs> Before the Zoom call happened, okay. He, he does know that podcasts are audio only, yes, right? exactly right. Well, he did say when I texted him later, he's like, really, that writing was just for you all. You can do whatever you want with it. I was like, oh, my gosh. So anyway, uh, basically, before the reading happened, he was excited yeah. uh, to see what would happen. But he was, like, pretty skeptical. Right. Um, and then uh, after the first reading, he became even more skeptical because she basically was just talking about what a wonderful woman Mary was or is. And we all wow, know that Mary that is. is true. Yes. Mary is Mary. a fabulous, but basically that she was just, she's here to be a helper. Yeah. Which she is totally true. Is. That's her job. You know, <laughs> she does help all the time. She helps us all the time. She's great. But he was like, Oh, I mean, that was so vague. So his skepticism went even further on that scale. Like, yeah, ah, whatever this is, you know, he just wasn't, wasn't into it. Right. But then he gets into, okay, I said I was only going to read two. How are we doing on time? We're okay. Okay. Because then I just think this is hilarious. Kim, our friend Kim, who he nicknames Meemaw. Uh, not very nice, but, <laughs> no, uh, but he nicknames her Meemaw. And this one is pretty like, okay. So the vagueness and etherealness of Mary's reading was shattered within the first few sentences of Meemaw's reading. It went something like this. Medium. Is one of your teeth hurting? Mima, um, yes, medium, like in the back of your mouth, Mima, yes, I actually have an appointment scheduled for this week. Oh. At another point, the medium was convinced that giving birth was an issue for Mima. Mima was, was good at not revealing too much. She replied truthfully that she did have a son. The medium weirdly pressured Mima, almost like, are you sure you didn't have issues giving birth? And inferred that she couldn't understand how Meemaw had a child. At this point, Meemaw finally revealed that she had, in fact, adopted her son and did not give birth. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, so Meemaw's reading was so different from Mary, Mary's. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Meemaw, yeah. Meemaw's was the most specific reading and the most direct. Huh, okay, okay, so, yeah, so we will we will read his because he is the one that wrote in, and it is pretty fascinating. Mm. Um Okay, so I didn't know what to expect. He was the third in line to read this. So first one, didn't believe it. Second one, like, oh, whoa, what's going on? This might be real. Now, so he's he's kind of going up uh, <laughs> on that diagram of like maybe believing something now. So this is Jerk Jacobs uh, reading. <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah, well, he wrote it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, but I was excited for my reading. As mentioned earlier, Mary, I feel like I have to read that every time because that's what he wrote. You really don't. You can just say Mary. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm going to do it. He's the author. Mary is what's known as a light worker. A light worker. Not like okay. she doesn't work very hard. <laughs> she <laughs> like, works so she hard. She works the light really well. Uh, a light worker. Meemaw didn't get a label. I really wasn't expecting a label. Moreover, I was more interested in past lives. Little did I know that there's a type of being that's reincarnated lots. Past lives galore. Okay, mm. so there's a type of person if you have been. Yeah. You know, okay. Out of the gate, the medium said she'd only met two people like me ever. And I'm like, of course, Jack. <laughs> of course, that damn medium <laughs> stroked that ego. It was like, we've only met, I've only met one other person. Like, 
Oh, I'm just teasing. Uh, FYI, <laughs> kind of. FYI, <laughs> she's been doing this professionally for like 15 to 20 years. So she's not some clairvoyant noob. Apparently, I'm what's known <laughs> as a star seed. The way she explained it is that I came from another planet and have been reincarnated thousands of times throughout the universe. That does make sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> literally from a different planet. Star seeds are advanced spiritually and even have psychic abilities and the ability to communicate with other beings throughout the universe. She said that many star seeds work to change the injustices in the world and many of my past lives ended in tragedy due to fighting for justice. Now I will say that since I have known Jack, yeah, he is a change agent. Like he, he is for change and yeah. justice. I mean, that is what drives this man. You right. Know? So uh, he sees an injustice. He is going to call it out and he will fight to the death for it. I mean, like I believe that with, with right. Him. So when I was reading this, I was like, Oh my gosh, that is pretty wild then the other part of him was like oh my lord this is going to make his uh batman complex go through the roof because <laughs> that man <laughs> thinks he's batman but um so this whole like he's a superhero thing but i uh, will go even further out of control but that's okay because maybe he really is one okay so the viewing gallery could only see my face which every something. member of the pod knew what she looked like though which is some sort of combination of average it was all the more memorable and weird when she got to the point of my murder her face changed to an uncomfortable like i don't even really want to tell you about this but uh, i guess i have to i think she apologized too she said well you were shot in the back of the head like this as she placed the ring and pointer finger of her gun shaped hand to the back of her head which at first you think that's very descriptive but this is why he describes it and this is weird because i'll tell you why in a minute <laughs> and then told me that my last words before i then told me what my last words before i was shot i do have and he didn't include that i'm like well what were they oh gosh i know right <laughs> out of all these pages <laughs> out of all these pages jack that's the part you leave out <laughs> Uh, I do have a small raised skull bump in the, mm. that exact location. I've had it my whole life. He's referenced that a million times with me. So yeah. I know it's there. Like he, he would always like pretend like it's, it was going to do something weird. You know, <laughs> I feel that and then you, it's nothing, you know, but, um, so that's weird. He's that always really had weird. that. He's always pointed it out and it was right where she was pointing. Oh my gosh. Ooh, that gives me chills. Right? That's really weird. Right. I do have a small raised skull bump in that exact location I've had my whole life. And yes, I've noticed it my whole life and I have had this weird feeling about it. And I'm not talking about like body image issues. I'm talking weird. Apparently, starseed feelings. Oh. Yeah. So by the way, she told me that the other starseed she knows is her boyfriend slash partner, which struck me as interesting and also a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit weird, right? I found my own reading really interesting. When our medium does a reading, she records the sessions and shares the recordings with you. So I have my recording and it's so interesting. Contact me if you ever want to do a reading together. I'm 100%. Yes, I want to. I'm, yeah. Consider this me contacting you. Yeah. I better be invited next time. Also poolside. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That pool part has to happen with the drag queen as well. We're just going to have to recreate that whole day since we didn't get invited. But whatever. It was all weird. The topic of neurodiversity. Okay. Right when mixed with a first time reading and learning about being a star seed was fascinating to me, but you'll have to reach out to the podesses for their perspective. I don't remember, 
much of their reaction because my pits were leaking and <laughs> there was a lot happening on the screen and in my head. He does go into this whole thing earlier about like uh, what, when they were reading Meemaw's uh -huh. about how he started noticing he was sweating and like that doesn't normally happen to him unless he's outside and really hot, but huh. he was like in an air conditioned place and like all of a sudden he started getting really like what is going on? And like he oh. goes into great detail about his pits uh, leaking. <laughs> it's really, really funny. But okay, so then this is how it ends. And this is Jenny's story. Okay. Um, but her nickname is The Bard, which I fully looked up. That means a poet. Oh, okay. Okay. okay so uh, don't, yeah, don't, I saw your confused face. I'm like, mm -hmm. it's okay. I was too. It's a, a someone who writes poetry. <laughs> it was a weird experience to be read, uh, read following someone. Meemaw's was darker and sadder than ours. It was also a little funnier due to the frankness. The medium might as well have been like, girl, your teeth are jacked. Go see a dentist. <laughs> I don't know what was going on in the bard's mind walking up to the reading chair, but I do know that when we started, she seemed to be the most skeptical. Okay. So Jenny was, and she goes, <clears throat> Megan, well, had I been there, <clears throat> had I been there, I, I would have been the most skeptical jack. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Jerk. It sounded uh, like a, an insult the way you said his name. Well, I meant it that way. Uh, <laughs> invite me next time and I won't. But remember, even on my own skeptical spectrum scale, I was fairly skeptical before Mary and then really skeptical after her and then sort of a believer after Meemaw. <laughs> my, assumption, oh my, <laughs> my assumption is the bard fluctuated on the skeptical spectrum scale as well. But I was still not expecting what happened next. The medium focused on two names that were being more present during the Bard's reading, Kitty and Brian. Kitty and Brian were the Bard's guardian angels. The Bard didn't make a huge connection to Kitty until later. Most of the conversation focused on Brian. Brian is the Bard's uncle, whom she never met because he died in a car wreck along with his mother before she was born. Aww. I know, but she knew all about Brian because her mom talked about him throughout her life. The medium brought Brian's message to the bard and they talked quite a bit about Brian. The medium told the bard that Brian is her guardian angel and in our world, he is a cardinal. Oh, wow. So you remember like, yeah. okay. So in the beginning of the story, um, they saw the cardinal. Yeah. And then Jack said that, Let, let's not take the expressway. Oh my gosh. So what would have happened if they had taken the expressway? Right. So he says... Uh, the Bard's Viewing Gallery. This would have been a mic drop for Sister Erin and the Believers. <laughs> when the medium talked about the Cardinal being her guardian angel, I was like, holy balls. At that point in real time, the Bard was still being read. I'm sure I made a face. My head might have shook a little and my tiny slits for eyes surely grew as much as they could. But I didn't see the same reaction on her face. I looked at the other Potuses, but remembered that they weren't in the car with us. So they didn't hear him make that remark. <laughs> I can just see this going down because this is exactly Jack. Every faculty meeting, Jack and I used to work together. That's how we met every faculty meeting. He would try to whisper things to me and I'm like, stop, we are going to get in trouble. Like, <laughs> and now he's the principal, but every single time I'm like, I knew he was going to make me laugh. And I, and I couldn't understand what he was saying because he talked so quiet. I'm like, stop, you are going to make me get in trouble. And I hated that feeling. So of course he tries to explain this to them while they're yeah. all trying to listen to this medium. Okay. He says, uh, but they weren't in the car with us. I think I leaned over and tried to whisper, explain what happened. Maybe to moms. 
we were driving over there. Dot, dot, dot. I saw a cardinal dot, 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 at your pool that I told her not to take the <laughs> expressway because the cardinal told me not to. <laughs> For those who know the jerk, that's him, my conversations are often choppy like this. And I have a feeling that most people shake their heads and just say, uh-huh, but really... <laughs> No, he's on to us. <laughs> he's on to all of us. But really, might not always understand jerkish, which I'm like, no, they're doing that. They'd be like, shut up. You're going to get us in trouble. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Okay. As soon as the bar wrapped up and came back to the viewing gallery, I leaned in hard with a what the fuck is happening posture. Epilogue. Oh, okay. The bard did remember the cardinal. <laughs> Stamp paper has an epilogue. The bard <laughs> did remember the cardinal comment in the car. From the bard's perspective, she asked which way was the better way to go. I said something like, since the cardinal showed up, you got to go this way. She, under her breath, said, huh? And I said something about it being a sign. So she was kind of like, I vaguely even remember that. Right. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, later, she said, when we were in the car, I'm like, what's this guy talking about? <laughs> but didn't ask you to explain because you were in the middle of a story when I interrupted you for directions. I've explained to her that I don't know why I said that about the Cardinal. It just came out. But maybe the bar does have a guardian. Maybe the bar does have guardian angels. And maybe I am a starseed who can communicate with other beings across time and dimensions. Maybe Mary is a light worker and maybe just maybe Meemaw's got some fucked up teeth. <laughs> By the way, it was during the bard's reading that she gained her moniker. Apparently in a past life, she was a bard and I see Cardinals most days that I see the bard. Oh, Oh, that's beautiful. I know. Oh, that really ended so nicely. I know. I know. I like tease him about it being 10 pages, but I'm like, I kind of get why. Well, it did, I mean, he could have convinced that a lot, but um, <laughs> but uh, it was beautiful, right? I enjoyed reading it. So I do, really do want to put it out there so other people can read it. Right. Because, you know, I'm thinking specifically just about you know, all those people who put those big words in their writing when they write to us. They're going <laughs> to love his writing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I think. I think we'll have to figure that out because it was a great story. It's yeah. just long, but right. I love it. It was really good. How I understand none of that can be prove proven. Yeah. Well, I've said this before. Mediums, I I'm I'm in the middle about. Yeah. Is there anything you could debunk about about Kim's well, the teeth? Only thing I, I thought about because I have watched like some shows where mediums have been fakes. Like, uh, okay. like I, I've actually, I can't remember what the name of the show was, but like, that was their job. Wow. Was to like, uh, be fake mediums. So it showed right. like their scam. Oh my gosh. Um, so I wondered if maybe she put something on Facebook. Okay. Uh, and that uh, same with, uh, Crystal. Cause uh, okay. She, she, mm -hmm. as much as she posts about her son. Oh yeah. I can love it about Crystal. Right. But Kim is like, I love She's pretty him. private. She's pretty private. I can't well, imagine. I shouldn't mind that story being in there, but he, he said he asked them all, I think. So, yeah, I can't um, imagine her. And she also never complains. Yeah. She's like a saint. I love Kim. Yeah. But I can't imagine her, you know. Right. Right. Ever posting anything about herself. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, this hurts. Yeah. Even I, in a joking way. She's huh. hilarious, but like, that's right. not her style. Right. She's tough. She's so tough. Yeah. So, I yeah, I don't know. Um. Like I said, though, I, I'm a little more open to mediums, so okay. I'm not so much like searching to have to debunk them, except for that, like, um, 
I would be like a skeptic of my own if I had my own medium reading. I yeah. think I would be a little bit more skeptical. We'll just have to go ahead and do it. Oh, yeah, I think so. Poolside with the drag queen. That's the <laughs> right. only way. Hunt Memorial Glass creates custom glass artwork using the cremation ashes of your loved one. They offer affordable, custom-designed glass jewelry, personalized glass sculptures, and beautiful glass marbles that you and your family will cherish. Please visit Hunt Memorial Glass on Facebook or email them at huntmemorialglass at gmail.com. Okay, so first of all, you read that beautifully. Thank you so uh, much. Yes, so professionally. But I'm very <laughs> excited to promote this business because uh, Maya is one of the glass workers and owners, I believe, of this company. And I've known him for years. Uh, and he and his sister, and I'm not sure who else is a part of this, but they do beautiful work. Like that, we just sat here scrolling through all of their pictures. Yeah, it was amazing. It's beautiful. So, you know, whether you're a believer or a skeptic of ghosts, everybody wants to memorialize their loved ones. Absolutely. And, yeah. What so, a cool way to, you know, really represent. And like you can wear as beautiful jewelry. Beautiful, beautiful necklaces. Um, and then even pets. Like they had a like a sun catcher with a oh, little paw print that has the dog's ashes. I was like, oh, if I had thought that with Corley, you know. So anyway, my whole point is that this is just beautiful artwork first of all beautiful right. artwork and then it, to have that sentimental part attached to it I really believe in this product I think it's beautiful and just a wonderful way to um, honor your loved ones if yeah. they pass on it's gorgeous I think you should all check out that Facebook page I definitely followed it as soon as I saw it it's mm -hmm. incredible what a cool way to remember your loved ones So I know that was long and it might make our episode go over a little bit more than what it normally does, but A, I think it was worth it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun getting to reminisce about Jack and all of our fun times we never had around the pool uh, <laughs> with a drag show. With, not to mention a lot of my friends. A lot of, yes, our, a friends. Lot of our friends. Man, what? It was, it really is just because we have kids. At least that's what <laughs> I I'm going to tell myself. I mean. Yeah. Gosh, right? I hope that's the reason. It does uh, sound legit, but they, we're going to go with that. I mean. If you're listening you're, and you're one of those, uh, what, five or six people, you just go ahead and tell us that's the reason why and we weren't invited. that's not the reason why, you have some explaining to that's do. That's right. And if it is the reason why, listen, we will trade off. I'll watch your kids one yeah. week. You watch my kid. We will make this shit work. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> that's important. Right. Okay. So I am going to read um, one last story tonight because we've been adding more stories. Uh, and it is a little bit long, so I'm just going to get right to it. Um, this is from one of our stories, or one of our fans, sorry, from the Facebook group. Um, so this is from Jason, uh, and he did how he's a medium. Oh. So, uh, which makes more sense when I read this. I don't know if I want to ask you right now what my debunking is before I've even <laughs> no, heard no, the no. Story. But like, there's something I'll give more. It. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and read it, and I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Okay, that makes more sense. Hello. Okay. So it says, "Hey, ladies." As promised, here are a couple stories from the hotel, haunted hotel I worked at. The hotel I worked at is called the Enders Hotel. <laughs> it's a terrible name. Who would stay there? The Enders. The Enders. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> hey, honey, why don't we just go on over to the Enders and end this whole thing? I mean, that's crazy. That's oh, so, so funny. It's very... I don't know who named that, but they, they are not good at uh, PR. <laughs> no. Oh. 
Uh, it is the second most haunted place in Southeast Idaho. Side note, the most haunted place in Southeast Idaho is Pocatello High School. Pocatello. Still not as scary as the Enders. Right. But I would love to hear students of a high school be like, oh, yeah, this shit's haunted. Let yeah, me tell you. Right. Let me tell you about my haunted high school. Yeah. So if you're a listener and you yes, go to Pocatello or, or, went, or you went to a high school that was haunted. Yeah. That's a good one. That is good. Okay. So I must tell you that the hotel. Now, look, Jason is trying to get us here because he mm-hmm. knows our weakness. Mm-hmm is a spiritual nexus Mm. or thankfully he explains a strong point of spiritual energy. The city cemetery is approximately 200 feet away from the hotel. The hotel is home to four ghosts, a man, a woman, and two children, a boy and a girl. The boy is around eight years old and the girls around five or six. All of the spirits are peaceful and have never injured or harmed anyone. Quite frequently, there are other spirits that wander through the hotel. Some of them come from the nearby cemetery, and others, which I have nicknamed drifters, come attached to hotel guests. Hmm. The children do like to play pranks on the employees and hotel guests. The little boy plays more pranks than the girl. The little girl has been known to wander the hallways at night. Several hotel guests ask if someone is missing a child because they have seen a little girl wandering around in the hallways. <laughs> if you stayed in this hotel, I want to hear your account. Oh my gosh. I don't think there's anything sadder than a child ghost though. I know, but this story kind of makes okay makes, makes it, it a little bit better, better but okay. it is really sad. I do okay. totally agree. The little boy likes to throw loaves of bread at the kitchen staff, <laughs> <laughs> turn off the lights in the kitchen in the basement, and he also likes to turn off the cooking equipment. I was a cook, so I experienced this quite frequently. One of their favorite places to be is in the museum on the second floor of the hotel. The little girl is always in the same room at the end of the hall where there is a large dollhouse that she likes to play with. Every night, I had to go lock up the museum at the end of my shift. I was It was not uncommon for me to see the little boy or the little girl in the museum. I had encountered them many times, but on one particular night, I had a pretty awesome experience with them. I had gone to lock up the museum at the top of the stairs is the hall that had a fire escape at one end and the entrance to the museum at the other end. First, I went to make sure that the fire escape door was locked. In the hall sits a large antique wooden cabinet. As I walked by the cabinet, I noted that the doors on the front of it were closed. I checked the door and turned to walk toward the museum when I saw that the doors of the cabinet were now open. No one was staying in the hotel at the time and the cabinet doors are heavy and not easy to open. As I was closing the cabinet doors, I could hear children's laughter coming to the museum. And he wasn't scared? It's a really fast, no thank you. Yeah. He seems very cool with these ghosts. (laughs) I walked into the museum and had begun closing the doors of the individual rooms when I heard the little girl laughing. I closed the door in front of me and turned to walk down the hall when I noticed the little girl standing in the middle of the hall. And that's why I want to be like, did you see her because you're a medium or... If yeah, I had been standing right. there, would, would I have, I have seen, seen her? her? Yeah, very, very good question. This whole time, once you said he was medium, I was like, oh, okay, so because he is so specific about like their ages, their right, you know, children, boy, girl, husband, what, you know, whatever. He's very specific about who right. these ghosts are. That you know, if a loaf of bread got thrown at me, I don't know that I'd be like, that's that little boy, right. you know. So I'm wondering if he must because he's a medium feel like he has. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so she's standing in the middle of the hall just to catch you back up. She had her back to me and slowly started walking down the hall away from me. I assumed she was going to play with the dollhouse as usual, but suddenly she stopped and looked into one of the rooms and said, come out, come out wherever you are. The hairs on the back of my neck stood yeah. up and I almost laughed opposite reaction of what I would have, but okay. Screamed. Yeah. Almost peed my pants. Right. <laughs> From behind me, I could hear the little boy laughing. Oh, there's like between them. Yeah, <laughs> don't like that. No, no, don't like that at all. The little girl said, the little girl again said, come out, come out wherever you are. She then began to wander the hallways, going from room to room, looking at the little, looking for the little boy. I had no idea ghosts played hide and seek, but it was interesting to watch. <laughs> that is one word for it. <laughs> she noticed that I was watching, but seemed unfazed by it. She was now only a foot from me, standing by the door. I was about close when again she called out, come out, come out, wherever you are. Suddenly, the little boy ran through me and ran down the hall past the little girl laughing. Having a ghost pass through you is something you don't forget. The best way to describe it is like having a cold gust of wind blow through the inside of your body. Mm. It gave me goosebumps and made me feel a bit nauseous. I swear mm. my heart skipped a beat when he ran through me. They then began to chase each other from room to room, up and down the halls, passing straight through the closed doors. They continued chasing I each other. I thought continuing to pass straight through me. I'm like, <laughs> get out of the way, man. Get out of the way. They're trying to play a game. <laughs> Back up against the wall and watch. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they continued chasing each other for about five more minutes, and then they disappeared. It was an interesting experience for sure. So apparently J.K. Rowling got it wrong. It doesn't feel like spider webs. It just feels very cold. Well, I think when you say J.K. Rowling. Yeah, no, she, she gets a lot she wrong. She got some things wrong. <sighs> I'm so disappointed. I, I don't even one. want to get into how sad I am that she sucks so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. She so. does, and we don't support her anymore, and yeah. I don't give any money to Harry Potter ever again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. I have one other interesting experience from the hotel to share with you, and this is my favorite part of this story. Okay. It is the only experience I have had where one of our ghosts was angry with someone who had been provoking them. On this day, I had only been at work for about an hour, and our kitchen conversation was about the ghosts in the building. My prep cook, who we'll call Adam, was quite a skeptic and always said he didn't believe in ghosts and often said ghosts don't exist. As I was telling him about some of the things I experienced, he interrupted me and said, dude, ghosts aren't real. He then proceeded to start taunting the ghost by saying, if there really are ghosts here, then why don't they give us a sign? Come on, do something. Show me that you are here. I cautioned him against provoking them, especially since the old man ghost didn't tolerate people who provoked him. Hmm. Adam scoffed and said, see, I told you nothing would happen. Stupid fucking ghosts anyways. The kitchen lights flickered and suddenly there was a loud crash in the back room of the kitchen. Adam jumped and said, what the fuck was that? I don't know why that's my voice for Adam, but it is. <laughs> I'm totally picturing him. Okay, cool. But, yeah, you're, you're painting a great picture of Adam. Uh, we walked to the back room and we saw that one of the shelves from the wall was now lying on the ground. Adam said skeptically, that wasn't the ghost. The shelf just fell off the wall. I'm with Adam. He's doing all your work for you. I know. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> I told him that it was not possible for the shelf to have fallen off the wall. The shelves that were on the wall in the back room were heavy shelves that were anchored to the wall, so there is no way it could have just fallen off. 
Sounds like carpentry information that I don't understand fully. Yeah, I'm like, also physics would prove that wrong, Adam. At some point, things deteriorate. Now, let me explain the scene of the room. As you enter the room, there are three stairs to go up. On the left side of the stairs is the wall where the shelves are. And on the right side of the stairs is a beverage cooler and a prep table. The shelf that had fallen was the topmost shelf. And it had come off the wall and was lying on the floor in front of the cooler, which is 10 feet away. Side note, if the shelf had simply just fallen off the wall, it would have been lying on the stairs, which are directly under it. We cleaned up the broken dishes and got out a ladder to put the shelf back on the wall. When I climbed the ladder, I noticed that the anchors for the shelf were still locked. Sounds like something I do need to Google because that does sound Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. I told Adam and the look on his face turned to fear. After we got the shelf back on the wall and returned to the cook line, Adam told me he definitely believes in ghosts now. I asked him what had changed his <laughs> That's mind. That's it, at the Adam. No, wait, wait, wait. There's more. Oh, okay. I asked him what had changed his mind, and he said that in addition to the shelf accident, he had experienced something in the back room. He said that while we were putting the shelf back up, he felt a hand on his shoulder and heard a man's voice say, you need to stop. Don't push me. <laughs> oh my gosh shut up no thank you he said when he turned to see who it was there was no one there i told him that the old man didn't like to be provoked and didn't like loud noises i told him that he should apologize to the old man but i'm not sure if he did adam definitely became a believer that day mm. and then he finishes very nice he says i have many more stories from the hotel to share with you as I worked there for 12 years, but I will save them for another time. Love your podcast. Keep up the good work, ladies. Don't stop doing what you do. It helps more people than you know. Oh, well, (laughs) thank you, Jason. I know. It was so nice. That's awesome. Um, I love that. That ending. Um, I loved all of it. (laughs) I love that. That that ending. No, no. I love the ending mostly because he says, don't stop what you're doing. So I won't, Jason. I'm going to debunk, debunk, do it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, as far as Adam's little tale at the end goes, I will say, you know, something falling. Again, that is, there's physics around that that, can, that that you would have to have a scientist laser beam things to show you exactly how they could fall. You know, it can, I, I feel like that can be debunked. But then him, as far as feeling something and hearing a sound, I'm going to go ahead and guess Adam was probably pretty freaked out by that point because he kind of had challenged something out loud, you know, so I feel like maybe his mind was playing a little bit of a trick on him. Oh, I don't know. I, I've had that experience where it feels like something is just whispering in your ear. It's so scary. Well, tell Kevin to stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, and then as far as, you know, it sounds like Jason, you know, has a little bit, he's, very sensitive to something, you know, and like I said before, I don't doubt mediums do exist. I more of like a medium could maybe predict energy. I'm more of like a, like current energy. But wouldn't that be a past life energy? No, I feel like once a life is done, it's done. You think nothing at all happens. You I don't know. I don't die, know as far as like if go your spirit your... goes somewhere. I don't know. I mean, that's we're going to get into a whole lot of like what <laughs> I do. Like that to me is uh, I'm not arrogant enough to say that it absolutely not does nothing happens, you know, like that I know definitively that 
nothing happens. But I'm okay. also not arrogant enough to say that I know exactly where that spirit goes when you know, I am. They're here. A lot of them. A lot of them are still here. <laughs> Most of so, them. I don't know. But uh, but as far as uh, ghosts being like, as far as a medium knowing about ghosts, to me, that pushes it. But I feel like a medium could like, could like feel your energy because I have had situations where like when you walk into a room and you can feel the tension, right? You know, that's energy. Nothing else is happening. Not a sound right. is happening. You're like, what is going on in here? So to me, it's like, okay, that does exist, even though you can't see it. Yeah. Um, and so I believe a little bit more in that, but like current energy that's right here, right now. Now, Adam, I'm not going to go around taunting and being like, well, if you're, if you're here, you come out. I'm not that dumb either. Who are you uh, like uh, that rooster from? Well, I'm going to tell you. Long tomb. What is that name? No. Longhorn. I don't know what you're talking Leghorn about. Leghorn something. What are you talking about? <laughs> rooster is real southern. Rooster. Well, come on, everybody. Come on, ghost. Come at me. Oh, yes. I do know. I love that rooster. It's a, it's a, it makes me think of mom for some me, reason. Me too. <laughs> oh no, we're both crying. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna pee my pants. Why does that make us think of mom? It really does. As soon as you said, it, I was like, oh, I know who that is. It's like, like is she? Is it mom's favorite? <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh boy, that really got me going. That got me crying because why would that? Why would that one character that I've not thought of in years? <laughs> as soon as I figured out who your time, I was like, oh, that's like such. And a that's great... exactly what you sounded like, right? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I have to go back and listen to it, but it is. I'm gonna have to look up his name now because it's driving oh me crazy. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I can foghorn leghorn. Foghorn leghorn. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Now come here, ghost. <laughs> that's what he said. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. Even trying to channel my inner foghorn leghorn. What's his name? Foghorn leghorn. Yeah, it's a, a weird, weird name. name. I don't know why. <laughs> oh my gosh, this has gone way far. Sorry, Jason. You had a great story. Um, <laughs> really, who I don't know. Other than like, um, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I I can't even watch Ghost Adventures because that jerk Zach Bagans always provokes the ghost. I'm like, just stop yeah yeah i mean i feel like at some point that's kind of disrespectful even it, if, yeah. even though i don't fully believe that it's there a yeah. it might it's kind of disrespectful to believers you know who believe yeah. um but also to if you're wrong then what kind of jackass are you, you yeah look awful. i'm not i'm not again i'm not no no, no, no i'm say, not saying you i'm saying no i know i know <laughs> no, no no i got that but i'm saying i'm saying like i'm not gonna sit here and and say for sure I am right and you are wrong. You know, right. never. That is not where I'm coming from. I'm just saying it hasn't happened enough to me. It's happened a little bit to me, but it hasn't had enough to make me a believer. So why would I want to tempt fate yeah. to make something terrifying, like legitimately, you know, like right. Adam, come on. That was just, come on, dude. Don't be rude to ghosts. There's no reason. Don't be Even rude to anybody. Let's Ten how about we all just that. be not dicks. Yeah, let's not let's be dicks to anybody. Quit the dick alive or dead. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that still got me laughing. <laughs> that that big rooster making us think of mom. I have no idea why. <laughs> We're gonna have to ask her. I get. Yeah. I wonder if she like did an impersonation of 
<laughs> I can like can almost listen. see her. I know doing I can too. She, oh man, I think that she was just really like Looney Tunes. Maybe she really did. She, she really, really had did. stock in the company or something. Yeah, maybe she's like pushing on us or something. We never bit though. I hate Looney Tunes. Oh, um, I'm okay with it. I Except know. for Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Cancel culture. Cancel him. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. There's probably a lot in there we could cancel. Yeah, probably. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Let's okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry. We went. We went way. But here's the thing. Also, we're all snowed in. So what else? What <laughs> yeah, else, what do you else have are to you doing? Wash your dishes and hey, listen to us. Are you our Texas fan? You're mm-hmm. snowed in. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I don't know about any other place in the world. Yeah, the other people are like, oh, would you wrap this up? <laughs> <laughs> they stopped listening. Yeah, they a long time ago. Let's not. Oh, that's good. okay. That's all right. Uh, yeah, it was a long episode, but it was fun. I feel like we laughed a lot and yeah. got some good stories out there. And, you know, other than that, good. be safe in all the snow. Just stay home. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, so you can find us on social media at fans of Facebook. Oh, my gosh. On- we have to say our fan favorite. Just said fans of Facebook. Okay, good. <laughs> so just you do that. Oh my gosh, that's tell late. us your fan. Okay, I'm so excited. <clears throat> I did not almost forget her because I have been so excited. I have kept this one in my pocket. Okay, so this is Stephanie. You've heard us talk quite a bit about Stephanie um, on our little podcast here, and the reason why we're picking her is because for several reasons. I mean. First of all, she was one of the very first people to submit a story. Yeah. Uh, and we read her story. It was great. And then um, she's actually submitted a couple of stories at this point. And um, she just supports us I know. in lots of different ways. She, she gave us articles. All, all the information for our Coffee Encrypted. Yes. How'd y'all like that? Y'all <laughs> like that Coffee Encrypted, didn't gonna you? We're going to try to make that, that in. Uh, are we making it a weekly thing? I don't know. We're we're, we're being non-committal. Yes, I'm gonna be true. like Lizzo and non-committal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's a Lizzo line. She talks about something uh, like a in a bad way, though. I think he's like gonna be non-committal. Oh, okay. Well, I just know that when she says it, it sounds really cool. So I try to <laughs> be her for a second. Yeah, I might cut. I don't back. think it delivered. I don't think it delivered <laughs> quite like I uh, wanted it to. But um, we're gonna be non-committal. We're not gonna say weekly. We remember we said yeah, uh, this, just like when we get it, a little slot of time. But I'm okay. gonna go ahead and start researching mine so that okay. if it like pops up that it's this weekend we have some time. Okay, we'll just throw it out there. So it's just gonna be like a surprise. You never know what it's gonna come. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, but I it think was that's basically right. Stephanie's idea. <laughs> it was. Well, yeah, Stephanie kind of said, "Hey, you know, um, what? It'd be really cool if we could start hearing some of your ideas on cryptids." And there are a lot in Kentucky. And so then she started sending me articles about these cryptids in Kentucky. And she does amazing art, you all. Like, yeah, it's beautiful. Amazing. I may have already ordered some. I have um, a mask she made that yes. says it's supposed to go over your nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is great. I love that. Like, yeah. she's kind of snarky and funny yeah. and um, sassy. And her art comes through in her art. But she, uh, like, she does these beautiful prints and so uh i am going to promote her right now because she has promoted us quite a bit uh so uh you can find her stuff on uh you can go to etsy her etsy page which is print arcana and it is capital does it matter with the capitals last time you made fun of me because i said capital i can't imagine but we'll put it in our notes okay 
You can find her Etsy page at Print Arcana, which has all of her artwork that you can buy there. I love it. I love it. Her masks that she makes are great. Um, she's got this really, really cool one uh, that it says Kentucky Natives, and it's got one of the little uh, green men, but they're, it's really a gray man because it really was a gray man. That's right. So they said. Uh, the goat man and a Bigfoot in, in like with the background of Kentucky. It's really cool. Yeah. I want it. I want it framed. No. Right. So uh, you can get that. Okay. No, she does say um, I have an Instagram for my shop too. And it's at print arcana. So, uh, and then she does that her personal Instagram. I'm a little confused about that. Is that for us or is that for everybody? I'd say that's for us. Okay, so uh, you, you can really find love her, then send her a message and on ask that. her what her personal information is, and she'll decide for herself whether she wants to give it or not. Uh, but anyway, but so, her address is no. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Uh, she's lovely. She's awesome. Um, lovely. Ding, lovely. Ding, 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 ding. Drink. Mark every that time. On bingo. Every time Megan says lovely, you have to drink. That's a new drink. <laughs> uh, no, but she um, also she's librarian. She's from Kentucky. Like we found out all of these things that we kind of, I'm not a librarian clearly, but um, she works but at a school. She works at a school. Stephanie is awesome. Yes. We love I kinda, Stephanie. Kind of want to be Stephanie. Kind of want Stephanie to have her own podcast, but then she would really show us up. Yeah. Stephanie, if you get oh, your own podcast, Stephanie. only tell us, don't tell all of our right. friends. So go to <laughs> right. Don't tell any of our fans. They'll go to the source. Oh, but she's so great. So we, I will post all of that on Facebook and Instagram so that you guys can find her stuff easily. And, um, we just want to say thanks to all of our fans. And again, you're in line. I know, already know you're sitting there listening, going, well, what about me? And don't worry. I know exactly who you are. You're in my brain for next time. Oh man. I am not you. that good. Uh, if you want to follow us, follow us on Instagram at my skeptical sister. You can follow us on Twitter at my skeptical sis one. I don't even know how that happened, but that's what that's we're there. Really weird. <laughs> I don't what even know if there's a one. I think it's my skeptical sis. Okay. I don't know. I like uh, it. Yeah. If you want to join us on Facebook, which is probably where we're most active, mm -hmm. you go to just search, search my skeptical sister. We're called fans of my skeptical sister, but you'll find us. And we talk, we're on there all the time. Yes. Uh, and then if you want to send us your scary stories, especially email those at my skeptical sister at gmail.com. Nailed it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Took a lot of concentration after so much wine. Uh, and our beautiful image art is done by my daughter, Sophie. We will edit this shortly. And uh, that's Have about it. Have a good it. night. Yeah. La, 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 la.